Okay. Tzaraim Tov. We continue in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha. We're on page Reish Lamed Hay. The second section of the book, the second chapter, which is called the Inner Service of Shabbos, which is Dvekas. Yesterday we spoke about how Amuna is what we try to achieve on Shabbos. And Amuna is the ability to comprehend things that are beyond the comprehensible. Your seichel can only understand so much, but then your soul is able to comprehend more. And we said that is really the amuna of the feeling and the knowledge that the soul has, that it can feel which is beyond the seichel, and that is the transcendental reality of Hashem. That's where the amuna comes in. So now we continue with the inner service of Shabbos. And he says, Shabbos is when the light of Hashem illuminates into the world. The Jewish heart is filled with yearnings to Hashem to cleave and be incorporated into Hashem. Just like a child who's yearning for his mother, as soon as the kid sees the mother, they get all excited. Because the truth is that a Jewish soul is a portion of God on high and therefore the moment the truth of God illuminates, it immediately gets um, absorbed into uh, the uh, the concepts of the world to come and that things in this world are nonsense. He recognizes and understands that the soul is the spiritual reality. It's very hard, high. And the soul is there to reveal below the divinity of Hashem, even though while well, it's in a body. And therefore, already, as soon as Shabbos comes and the soul's illuminated, it's yearning and it rises to return back and cleave to its holy source that illuminates into it. And it's burning inside of him like a fire because he understands that the lowly, limited level on planet Earth is not the true reality. And therefore, he's yearning to, for what? That there should be the God's revelation as is fitting for us all. And the more that a person recognizes that he is really part of the celestial realm and that he has a divine soul, to that degree he'll understand that the lowly level of reality here is nothing to do with the truth. And therefore he's going to yearn with a holy fire to elevate and cleave to be incorporated with HaKadosh Baruch. And therefore on Shabbos we're not allowed to be engaged in mundane activities. Even to speak about them is not allowed because Shabbos, we have to elevate ourselves to a true place to be a divine person. Because when the true light illuminates, everything stops. A person has nothing to be engaged with or to desire from the physical world. Even if we're not talking about physical success, we're not, or even uh, spiritual success. We're not interested in succeeding spiritually on Shabbos. You enter into the true world on Shabbos, the whole world returns to the fact there's only divine light, and the yearning is only to be absorbed in and to cleave to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, when Shabbos comes and the light is revealed, the light of our source is revealed, we automatically elevate to live a lofty life. We leave and rest from any engagement in the physical world. 
and we turn to be engaged only with our connection to Hashem and to run after Hashem with all our strength and to cleave them with all our heart. And this level where the amuna is awesome and it shines into the person, it becomes clear to the person there's nothing outside of Hashem and Hashem's the only good and the only truth. Hashem is what gives us life and existence and therefore your soul is is on fire, it's, it's running after its Father in Heaven and wants only to cleave to Hashem. And again, we said in footnote Kufpei that the essence, the depths of Dveikus is Beetle, is self-nullification, because when the truth of Shabbos illuminates, then the creature nullifies himself and he feels as just a branch and a tool to the revelation of the light of Hashem. And he now is incorporated in Hashem's awesome delight, because the true person who's a portion of God on high, on high without any somethingness of falseness is totally connected to that best reality. And then he says, and that brings a person to simcha, to joy and tranquility. Because when we have the concealment and the feelings that were something during the weekday, they create all the difficulties, all the sadness that the world has. But now on Shabbos, when a person's elevated beyond those lowly things and he enters into the light of the infinite infinite reality of life, the life of the souls, he's totally filled with joy and serenity. And therefore, immediately as the Shabbos comes, when the person begins, when the light begins to shine upon us, the true light, we start yearning for that. We want to elevate ourselves to cleave to our roots because we begin to understand that the weekdays that we sat and we're in darkness, we're in smallness, was constricted light, and we're involved with vanities when we're searching for these successes in this physical world. And now on Shabbos, when it starts again to grab onto the true light, the light of our source, and we see that there's something much loftier, and we want to connect to that. I want to leave from the lower reality of the entire week and to ascend to a life of a world with Hashem, the light, a world of divine light, and to begin to live true life. And that's really the essence of the prayer of Lechadoni Friday night. That the whole idea of Lechadoni is to show how we, it's describing how we leave the darkness and the exile into the light. Because now it's revealed to us that we were in the dark, but there's something much loftier than that. And it's like a person, let's say, you were born in a cave. And they told you, you know what? There's light outside of the cave. And then you begin to see the light. Then you begin to live a different light. A light that you did not recognize. And that's what we're trying to get out of the cave of the six days of the week and get into the light of Shabbos. When the light's beginning to shine, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. And that awesome light's beginning to shine. The soul, the Jewish soul begins to feel and yearns. And once a Kaddish Baruch who went to cleave with him in his whole heart. And therefore in point Dalit he says, and in the merit of that yearning, that the Jewish soul yearns for Hashem, Hashem reveals to us more and more light and satisfies our soul with the divine illumination. And we take joy in that as the Pesach says in Yeshaya, and you will call Shabbos a delight. Because always when something returns and connects to its root, that brings out a delight, a pleasure. When you come back to your source, that's always pleasurable. So a lot of people, you know, get this, these feelings of 
nostalgia over life the way it was when you were a kid back at home. Certain nostalgia and you're going back to your roots. And that's really what's happening. The inner essence of the delight of Shabbos Kodesh is the soul is coming back to cleave to its divine roots without any concealment. And there's so much pleasantness when the Shabbos comes and it reveals who our real father is and what our lofty source is and what is our true reality. And we connect with our father in heaven with a great love. And that's the simcha and the pleasure that's the greatest that you can ever have. And that's called the Simcha and the Oinig of Shabbos in which my reality is revealed as but a light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I cling to that, I yearn for that, I nullify myself before it because of that clear recognition of this simple, clear truth that Hashem is everything we are, we are all incorporating that and that light is what illuminates with us. And therefore, from this great light that we experience on Shabbos, we then are able to return to the six days of the week and we continue to draw out that light into the six days of the week because those days of the week are days of concealment where Hashem is much more concealed and we see much more of things happening naturally. And therefore we need to reveal this truth even in these most concealed places. And that's the great power of Shabbos. It's the one day of life that's outside of this lower world, a life of truth. And from that power... It illuminates everything. And in all and in all the days of the week, there is a light of Shabbos, but it's a branch of it. And therefore we say every day, Hayom Yom Rishon the Shabbos. It's the first day toward Shabbos. Because every day has an uh, uh, as a, a light from that essential um, light that uh, comes from Shabbos. And from Dvekas and Beetle to the Shabbos, because all our work of Dvekas and all the revelation of Hashem to the Jewish soul that happens in the weekday, it all really is rooted in that revelation on Shabbos. Because only on Shabbos we reveal to a person the real true essence of HaKadosh Baruch and the person. And when a person can live in this world, but the power of the revelation of Shabbos, that we can bring that into our days of the week, even when they are normally concealed. That's what we're trying to accomplish. And finally, in section Vav, he says, and this is the real definition of our service on Shabbos. On Shabbos, it is revealed with such definitive clarity that Hashem is the source of everything and the inner essence of everything. And with the power of that light, we now go and leave the low world, the world of desire, the world of success of the creatures, a world of extra effort, a world of running after the vanities of the world. And now we go higher and we're connecting to Hashem. And on Shabbos, a Jew separates himself from these lowly concepts and this vision that's oh, a very low type of vision. And we begin to live with a connection to a very high place, which is the true place of all existence. And you earn from it, you delight with it so much. And there's no greater simcha for the soul than to leave its exile and to return back to its father. And there's a wondrous feeling that a Jew could have when the Shabbos comes. And he can say to himself, the last six days were all concealment and darkness, very far away from the source of my soul. And now it's revealing to me the true light. I'm connecting to my father with a renewed vigor and I cleave to him with a great delight, tranquility and joy. 
And therefore, those Jewish souls arouse to yearn for their source of life and they cling with your whole heart, with simcha, with infinite pleasure. And we enter into the world of Emuna, a world where the reality of Hashem is so clear. It's a world of pleasure and cleaving and complete simcha because we truly nullify ourselves before Hashem. And the light of that clinging to of the clinging of Shabbos illuminates all the other days of the week that we could merit to live in the world, even though it's concealed, but with a greater truth and to live with this connection to Hashem and an awesome dvekas in a heart that's full of love. And he concludes this section, point seven, and therefore, nun beis, postscript, he says, since the main concept of the Shabbos is to reveal God's light, and it's revealed more, and therefore we merit to live with Amuna and to run after Hashem, then what is clear that our main engagement on this day needs to be with Torah and prayer properly. Because the goal of this holy day is to achieve the recognition and the connection and the cleaving to Hashem, and the best way to do that is through Torah and prayer. And therefore we understand how important it is to emphasize the engagement of the Holy Torah and the engagement of prayer on Shabbos because prayer is the time to reveal the will of the soul and it's the main time to comprehend the divine light. That's the best ways to attach to it. Now that's true during the weekdays, true, but you got to make a lot more preparation. But certainly on Shabbos it's much more uh, a reality. And this is what it says in footnote Kuf Peibes, that Torah and davening are fundamental services. That's why they're very much connected with Shabbos. Torah draws down the divine light from above, God's divine wisdom, and prayer brings this connection of us below to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And because it reveals what our neshamas want and our lower essence of connects to a higher reality of Hashem. And the arousal and the yearning for Hashem happens primarily with the power of Torah that you learn before davening and all the other avodas of connecting to Hashem like saying Tehillim, speaking to Hashem out of our hearts and depending on the amount of yearning that a person has. So therefore during his tefillah he will merit to be influenced and will reveal a great light according to his level, he will recognize Hashem and cleave to Hashem and nullify himself before Hashem. And that should always happen when you daven during the every day and especially on Shabbos. Okay, that is the second parak. Now we go to the third parak and things get a little bit more, um, uh, get deeper. As he's now going to discuss in the third parak, the depth of this amuna that illuminates on Shabbos. Now we're going to really talk about, okay, what is reality? It's going to talk about three levels. And we slowly move from three levels from during the weekday to get into the Shabbos levels that are coming up. So if we look at it in the details, he says that there's many levels of amuna, meaning to say there's many levels of grabbing and comprehending the reality of Hashem and His unity. So level number one, every Jew has it, is the amuna and the recognition that Hashem creates and runs the world. That's the first animami. 
Hashem created the world and he runs the world. And therefore, when you have that recognition, you still feel that me, the person, and all other people have realities. But I just recognize who created me and who runs the show. That's all. But I'm here. But Hashem created the world. He created me. He runs the show. Okay. And if a person doesn't recognize that, that's because he's got too many clippers surrounding him. And they blind his eyes to not even see such a clear reality as the rabbi says, that there are wicked people, that their hearts are totally concealed. Second level is to know that not only does Hashem create and run the world, but he also gives light to life to all of creation all the time. And that means that the creatures have an existence, but they need constant care from Hashem. Now, those two levels are the basic levels that we should have during the six days of the week. That's a level of Amuna within a concealed reality. Now, sometimes we can fall and forget about that, but that's the general level we should be at. But then there's a third level. It's not only that Hashem created and runs and gives life to everything, but he gives existence to all of creation. And without God's flow of existence, every moment, everything would cease to exist. And with this grasp, then the creatures are not considered a yesh. They're not considered a something. It's not considered a reality. Because they have no independent reality. Because the God, God is giving us existence every single second. And that becomes the highest level you could get during the weekdays. And when does that get reached? Usually it happens right at the night of Friday night, just at the end of the weekend, just as we're coming into the Shabbos. Because now the light of Shabbos is beginning to come and it screams out, ain't owed Milvado. There's nothing else but Hashem. And now we're able to see that. So those are the first three levels. So now he's going to get into these three levels in section bays a lot more. The common denominator of these three levels, as opposed to following levels that we'll get to, is that they all are from the perspective of that who was created. It's my perspective of God. That I could see Hashem through the reality of what was being created. Okay, but it's all from my perspective. Very important. So, for example, that first level, the creature sees he himself is the main thing. I'm, I'm, I'm real. I'm here. And Hashem is like something external. He created me. He runs the show, but he's not me. The second level is where he sees Hashem as something much more principled. He gives me life. He gives me strength. And therefore... Even though I see myself as important, I also see Hashem as important. And the third level is where he only sees Hashem as important because he understands that no creature has any independent reality or any importance at all. Because on this level, he sees how Hashem gives constant, constant existence every second. And without that, poof, we would not exist. But even at the third level, the creature still sees everything through the vision of being a creature and how the creature sees Hashem.
even when he says Hashem is everything and he gives every moment of existence of creation, but that is all from the perspective of the one that was created. And he's using concepts that he can wrap his head around. And even on this highest level, the creature still sees that he has some reality, but he knows it's a weak reality, that it needs constant attention. And he sees Hashem is constantly giving reality, but he still sees himself as something. There's still a perspective. I have some perspective because I have some existence. Because you're saying, even though Hashem is giving me existence, but it means I have some existence. All right, so this is the first three levels. So now what changes on Shabbos? The change is we change perspectives. We stop analyzing Hashem through our eyes and start analyzing Hashem through Hashem's eyes. Now how are we going to do that? That's the trick. First, Really, the first three are plenty big trick too. Even from your own reality to believe these things is hard. But on Shabbos, we take it off to a much higher level. So Point Gimel says that the level that is revealed on Shabbos is from Hashem's perspective. Because on Shabbos, we elevate. We have a totally different perspective. Because on the six days of the week, Hashem reveals himself only according to the power of the tools of the creatures and what they can contain of this understanding. And human beings can only understand based on the tools that they have of how to notice these three levels that are mentioned. But on Shabbos, it's not revealed through what we can access, but it's revealed through what Hashem can give from himself. And that light that illuminates on Shabbos forces us to ascend and to see the whole world the way God sees things, as it were. And when you're looking at it from God's perspective, you see that everything is just the light of Hashem. And we and everything else is created is totally nullified. We're not considered as any reality at all. And it's only the revelation of the infinite light and there's nothing outside of that light. Simple example, I've said it once before, I'll say it again. You have a prism. And the light shoots into the prism and now you see the different colors. So you can have a person sitting on one side of the prism Come for sitting on the other side of the prism. If you're on the other this side of the prism, so what are you seeing? You're seeing seven different lights. But you know, you know that those different colors are coming because they're coming from the prism. And you and you know, at least you know, generally there's a light going through that prism. And now I got these these realities are here. That's wonderful. But now if we could take you, lift you up, and put you next to the source of light. Now look at the story from the source of light's perspective. How does the source of light see the seven different colors that are coming out of the other side of the prison? He says, as soon as I turn off the light, those colors are gone. They do not exist. And the proof is, you see, before the prism, there's only light. There's nothing else. So I ask you, tell me, what exists? Just light. What about colors? There's no colors. All right, what's going to happen? Well, God created a prism, so to speak. And now when he filters the light through the prism, it looks like different stuff and different colors. 
But there's no way when you're on the side of the light to think for a minute that any of those colors have any sense. Let's say the color red. Color red is a very angry color. So I'm red and I've got lots of anger. And I know, I know that came from somewhere. Okay, now we take the color red and say, listen, mister, let's take it to the other side of the prism and let's see the pure light. There ain't no red over here. So you don't exist. And wait a minute, but that is said I'm there. You're there only because the light goes through. So what am I really? What are you really? It's just light. You're not even stupid enough to think that you're red. The red that you are comes from the white that made you red. And you know, as soon as they turn off the flashlight, there's nothing there. That's what Shabbos is. Being on the other side of the prism. That's all it is. So now you can't describe things from the perspective of the colors that are that have emitted out of the prism, but you got to speak from the perspective of before going out of the prism. Okay, and this is how he continues and explains. This is exactly what is happening in the six days of the week. We're on one side of the prism, and Shabbos Hashem takes you to the other side of the prism. See, the, the prism is constricting all that light. There's a big beam of white light. And now the prism breaks it down. And when you're living on the other side of the prism, you think that's the only reality that's there. Even though you heard they told me there's a light and this and that. So, okay, my existence comes from that. But I, but I can't really understand it because I'm in this world. But if I could take you to the other side of the prism, you realize that, that there's nothing there. There's no red. And that's what happens on Shabbos. You get this clearer way of, of seeing this. And that's the only reality. And therefore, I'm, I'm speaking out page Reish Mem Bey's outside. So we'll go a little faster to make it clear. Even though I'm speaking everything out, but I'm, I'm, I'm skipping because it's, it's saying a lot of words saying the same idea. And therefore, when we come to Shabbos and we come to the other side of the prism, we know as we say in the davening every day, right in the beginning after the brachas, we say, Atahu nivra ha'olam, you existed before the world existed, you exist after the world is existing. To Hashem, it doesn't make a difference. Hashem is this light. Imagine there's light without a prism. Imagine before the creation of the world, there's just light. Creation of the world means God put, so to speak, a prism in. So did the light change? There's a beam of light right here with no prism. What do you see? I just see the light. I just, it's nothing much, there's nothing else but the light. Now there's a prism that God created. That's the symptom. And now we're seeing things now. Let, let's say this room, okay? This room, here's a sort, this is a blinding light, a blinding light. It's everywhere. There's just blinding light. There's nothing but blinding light. What I do, I put a prism in front of the light. All of a sudden, there's blinding light coming to the prism, and then colors coming after the prism. Did anything change to the, bind, to the blinding light? 
Is it shooting off any less light? Take the prism away. Boop, it's all light. Put the prism back. Oh, now there's different colors. So what's happened? We're just filtering the light. But it's the same light that's there. And Shabbos, you come to this world before the filter's put on. And therefore, it's you're not talking from your perspective. You're talking about there's only one perspective. There's Hashem's perspective. And that's the only thing that's there. You were there before the world was created. You were there after the world was created. And there's no change to you. And it's only Hashem. And then there's no other reality because I didn't put any prisms in. And that's what he begins to talk about in the very long footnote, Kuf Pei Hei, on the bottom of the page. He said, this revelation is the Shem Hashem Yud Hei Vav Hei, which is the true revelation without any garments, without any concealments at all. Because the name Elohim, that is the name of Hashem with garments, because that is the same gematria as Hateva, as nature. And therefore we have to say, though, he says, Nunbeis, P.S., that both ways of seeing things are true. He says, because the world is not complete um, uh, fantasy, God forbid, because it says, Bereshis bara Elohim es Hashem In the beginning, Hashem created the heaven and the earth. And the truth is, in relation to our existence, there is some reality in this low world. But there are two ways of looking, one within the other. And there are layers upon layers. If you find yourself on the lower la la layer, then what are you seeing? That's what you see. You see this reality. The way he understands it, like a child understands his under reality. Are you going to say that the light on one side of the prism is, is arguing with what's on the other side of the prism? Well, no, it's only light. It's only light. Wait a minute. There's the other side of a prison. And you see other colors. So what is it? It's both. But wait a minute. But really, the, the colors there shouldn't be colors because it's only because of the prison. You're right. But still, that is a reality that God has given. But understand what your reality is. Your reality is absolutely nothing. Because when you get to the other side of the prison, there is no such thing as other colors. So therefore, it's it's not either or. It's both. And this is our avoda, is to stop looking only from one side of the prism. To have emuna. To understand, your neshama knows this reality. Your neshama knows the truth. Your neshama also exists on one end in this reality, but it also exists on the reality of the light before the prism. And that's our job, is to see that complete truth and to reflect on that and to live with that reality until that becomes our primary way of looking at things. And the other one is mamish, just supplementary. Until you get to a level where the way you see things is the way it really is. Okay? That's the point. We want to get us to the point of being able to see as it is before the prism. Even though we live in light after the prism. Okay, we'll have to stop it here. It's going to bring us a muscle at the end of this long footnote, and we'll continue with these levels and what's going to ch and what changes and how we look at things from Hashem's perspective as well. Okay, go ahead, everybody. Thank you.